This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk. But you know what? Just today, we're going to talk. That's the answer. Um, basically, what I'm thinking about is uh, a lot of times in America, I see things that are, I, I feel like people are guilty until proven innocent. You know, there's been a lot of commotion in the news and, and different stuff going on. And honestly, the government, the DEA, the ATF, all these three-letter agencies, the FBI, seem pretty quick on railroading people where, you know, it, it gets to the point where you have to prove you're innocent instead of them having to prove you're guilty. And I don't think that America's lost or going down some dark, ugly road or, you know, everything's so horrible. I just want to kind of take a step back and look at the direction our country's heading and kind of make sure we stand together as citizens to look out for each other and not kind of jump on the bandwagon and, and you know, throw people down until, you know, without validating it. You know, they... Martin Luther King said, judge a man by the content of his character, you know, not the color of his skin, but the content of your character, judge people, not on what people say, what people, whatever, judge people on what they say and what they do as men or as women or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. hold people accountable to what you see, but also realize that, you know, contradictions don't exist. So, if you have a guy who's the upright, moral character guy, just don't be so quick to judge when, oh, he fell, you know, look, he was, you know, big preacher Joe, and now he's, you know, with a harlot down, you know, down in uh, the south side of the city, you know? Harlot. 
You, we don't use that word. We don't often use that enough. word. No, <laughs> you want to bring it back? Yeah, we're gonna work that but back into the more conversation. I feel like we're we're so quick to you know just jump on that guy. Oh yeah, you're out. You know. Yeah. Um, and, and it 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 disturbs me, and and I'm really afraid that our country is going more and more down this road, mm-hmm. and I don't say it because I think oh you know you know we're done. I say it because I want you to guys just kind of hold yourselves to a higher standard where, you know, one, you're doing the right thing, but two, give people the benefit of the doubt. Right, right. You know? I think the founding fathers, I think it was Jefferson, uh, said that um, it's better to convict, or it's better to release 10 guilty men than convict one innocent person. You know, and it's kind of tricky, though. Yeah, I mean, of course. And, you know, and and we don't want dirtbags out there, you Mm -hmm. know? And, yeah. You know, do the right thing. You know, take care of your own. And if you end up having to be the punisher or something, you know, hey, I don't fault you. I'm just saying, make sure they're bad guys. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all. Yeah. I, I did watch that a little Daredevil Punisher thing. and Oh, yeah. So I'm watching on Netflix. I go all the way through Daredevil forever. And it's funny. The only reason I kept watching it, like I watched three or four episodes, got bored and was like, all right, that's it. Then they're like, oh, we're bringing in the Punisher. And I actually started watching the Punisher on Netflix. Mm -hmm. But I was like, well, I want to see how it comes together with Daredevil. Mm -hmm. And I go through like 12 or 14 episodes, however many it was. And they bring him in. And what a freaking loser. uh, And he's not like, yeah, the Punisher. uh And he's not like the character in the other Punisher. It's the same guy. Mm Mm-hmm. But he just like shows up in a hospital and is like blasting a shotgun up and down the halls. And people are like, no. And he's just like throwing ladies, you know, with IVs and stuff in the walls. It's like, get out of my way. I'm going to go shoot this guy and I don't care, you mm-hmm. know. And, you know, we can't be like that. You know, make sure you're not doing wrong and doing harm. Right. You know, when you. So I was looking at a bunch of things. I, I think what actually brought this on for me was. I was watching a documentary about uh, Silk Road. Right. Now, you know what Silk Road is? Uh, yeah, I'd heard a little bit about it, well, but I didn't know a whole lot. I actually did just watch that documentary today just so I oh, could you saw uh, it? be on point when we're having a conversation. Right. Well, do you remember what it was called? Because it wasn't called Silk Road. It was called um, Deep, Web. Deep Web. Deep yep. Web, yeah. So and that was on Netflix, I think. Is it on Netflix or Amazon? That was. Uh, I watched it on Hulu. On Hulu. Yeah. So it's all over the place. Yeah, Um, I think you can find it on Netflix also, though. All right. So, yeah, I didn't watch it on Hulu. But uh, anyway, so it's about this guy. Um, His name is Ross Ulbricht. Mm -hmm. Ulbright? Ulbricht? Yeah. One of those. Whatever. I don't know. Hopefully he doesn't hack me and I'll get in trouble, you know? He's in person. All right. We're good. (laughs) So Silk Road, basically what it is, I don't know if you guys remember, if you've been a listener for a long time. You remember I talked about the Tor browser? Right. Um, This is like when you watch shows like NCIS and they're like, oh, we're trying to track the guy on his computer, but it says he's in Russia and then he's in China and then he's in whatever. That's kind of what Tor does. Right. When you send something over the internet, Tor sends it to IP addresses all over the place and it makes it very difficult to, you know, pinpoint down where it's coming from. Right. Um, it's actually a pretty cool thing. It was actually created by the U S Navy mm-hmm. who knew, 
and not Silk Road, but uh, Tor. Tor was, yeah. And what they did is they wanted, I have no idea why the U.S. Navy wanted to be able to infiltrate people and send them emails and do things anonymously. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, that's what they wanted to do. And they actually opened it up so that if everybody's using it, then it makes it better for them to be able to hide and do things. Right. And it's Otherwise, the then every every like, message oh, sent across it. We don't it. want you to use it. Yeah. But just the same. So yeah. good old whatever. Chuck Schumer. Yeah. Well, we'll get into Chuck Schumer. He's he's one of my heroes. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Anyway, so this guy said, "All right, you know what? We have Tor and we have Bitcoin, which is anonymous currency. You right. Know? So what he did is he set up a almost like a eBay, maybe eBay slash Amazon kind of thing right? where it's basically a marketplace. Yeah. Maybe or a Craigslist, Craigslist. yeah. Because yeah, you can post your analogy. own ads, you can post your own your own stuff. Right. It's, this isn't all do. things that he's selling. It's right. just a, a marketplace. A marketplace, but there are even just kind of chat rooms and different things going on there. So what he did, he said... I'm wholesome, moral, libertarian guy. Mm-hmm. I just think that there's so much violence in the drug trade and there's so much like bad in the world and stuff going on with drugs and I'm not sure they should be illegal. I don't know that it's the government's place. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to uh, set up a marketplace where people can exchange, buy and sell drugs, have a mail to their house, and then that way they're not going on street corners, dark alleys, and getting drugs from questionable people. Right. Now, you're still questionable people because they're unknowns on the internet. Mm-hmm. But believe it or not, people get profiles and they set up reviews on this website. Mm-hmm. And you can actually rate like, oh, I get really quality drugs from this guy and whatever. Right. Now, me and Kevin, we're not about promoting drugs and whatever and we have varying opinions between each other, but mm-hmm. we're not trying to say we think that marijuana should or heroin should be, you know, right. freely traded over the internet. That's not right. our point. Our point is, people, it's America, and people, and you should be able to make your own bad decisions. Should, I, I do believe in that. I I can even agree with that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's not even the point. The point is, we have some right to privacy in this country. We have some assumption of innocence and things mm-hmm. like that. So anyway, probably getting off topic and distracting everybody, but sorry. So guy makes this marketplace, sets it up, says, look, I'm a libertarian. I don't want to sell like child porn. I don't want to sell slave prostitution. Yeah, I think he had a, um, a, he like had a, a list of, yeah, right. of uh, you know, anything that, that hurts people or that, um, you had to hurt people to get right. So and, that would that, that would negate so if a lot of things. You're sticking diamonds up people's butts. That's mm-hmm. a no go. We don't want to trade those. No. But you know, whatever. You know, to each his own. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've heard of something. you've heard of blood diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> now they're poo diamonds. Poo diamonds. Whatever. So anyway, this guy's running it, and he calls himself the Dread Pirate Roberts. Right. And allegedly. What, Allegedly. Mm-hmm. And what's implied by his name is from the Princess Bride. Right. The Dread Pirate Roberts 
was never really the same guy. It started out as one guy for 10 or 20 years. Mm-hmm. Then he handed it off to the next guy who was, you know, in the movie. Right. And then he's like, and I'm going to hand it off to the next guy who's mm-hmm. going to take over. And Diego Montoya. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, point is this guy may or may not have started it. It, it, at the way the documentary plays out, it sounds like he did not start it. Mm-hmm. Um, this Ross Ulbricht guy, right? But he definitely, you know, comes across as as basically a pacifist, really. Mm-hmm. And so the government ends up saying, "Oh, we accidentally, or no, you accidentally put your IP address on your web page." Mm-hmm which is like the dumbest thing that anybody's ever heard of. And we stumbled into it and found all your personal information and went and looked at your servers because then we were able to get a warrant and Mm -hmm. do all this stuff. They, uh, the guy, this, this dread, yeah, pirate Roberts or whatever, um, implies he's like, you know, that there's no way that happened. Mm-hmm. And basically they have a bunch of computer experts and they all come in and they look and they're like, yeah, that never ha- could happen. Mm-hmm. And you're living in a fantasy to the feds. And they're implying that the feds took all these roundabout illegal channels mm-hmm. in order to acquire his information without a warrant. Right now. So they're accusing him. They won't tell him how they actually got his information, but here's, where I really got concerned about this story. What happens is they accuse him of that he felt threatened. And so he hired hitmen on his website to go and assassinate all these people who were going to expose him. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like, I don't know anything about that. I don't know what you're talking about. And obviously, you know, somebody who's guilty might take that stance. Right. I can appreciate that. However, None of these people were actually killed. Mm-hmm. They were all supposedly like pictures were sent. Oh, yeah, we did it. Right. But the FBI has all this proof of this, but nobody else saw or heard anything like that. Mm-hmm. Now, so here's where it gets even hairier. They use this information to say, oh, this guy's a flight risk. We need to keep him. We right. can't give him bail. No we bail. Can't, nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. And they railroad him. They go to trial. They don't charge him with any of the attempted murder or assassination or hiring, whatever. Mm-hmm. They don't charge him with any of that. All the stuff that they held him for without that they bail. they held him and denied bail for. And then they say, well, that isn't really important, which I feel like if the government believed it was true, mm-hmm. it would be kind of it important. It would be important. If there's a murderer out there, yeah, that, that seems like it's kind of important. relevant information. They're like, that's not important. However, we are going to tell the jury that you did all these things. Right. But since we're not going to charge you with it. And they used that in sentencing when they sentenced him. The idea that he may have killed people. He may have killed people. But we're not going to charge you with it because then we'd have to prove it. And we don't want to prove anything. Mm -hmm. And it just was very suspicious. Then... The government withheld all this stuff for his trial, dumped it on him at the last minute. Yeah, a week before before and the then trial he goes started, to trial, they gave him something like thirty-four thousand documents. And he's like, oh, I have all documents. these experts. 
And they're like, yeah, we don't want to hear from your experts. We don't even know why you brought those. Mm -hmm. You're just guilty, and that's it. Go to jail. Right. That was pretty much how it plays out. Now, I guess why it sent me down this long, crazy road of annoying you with my boring shenanigans is that it just seems like, you know, you ought to be able to face your accuser. Mm -hmm. And so much we're getting into this twisted, well, we got to protect our sources. We got to this, our methods of how we gather information and whatever. It seems like the government is really quick to, you know, go in and lock people up. Um, One of the things I came across when I looked this up was like for the DEA. Now, the only stat I could find was from 2012, but they said that, for drug defendants, 24,000 pleas in the year 2012, and they averaged five years, four months, whereas people who went to trial was only 747 people. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel like they kind of come across with that, well, trial's going to cost you so much money. We're going to bankrupt you. We're going to destroy your family. And we're probably going to get you convicted and guilty anyway. Mm-hmm. So you should just agree and go. And along. when we do convict you, you know, and you're going yeah, to prison. You're for going a lot to prison long. forever, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, think I feel that... like people just all right. Well, I'm going to take it yeah. now. One of the things, um, Flynn, is it Flynn? Yeah. So Michael Flynn um, is the one uh, that guy working for Trump who uh, ended up taking the plea deal. They were like, oh, you know, we think you lied. We had a recording of a phone call and then, you know, now your statement kind of contradicted it. Well, basically what happened is, and a lot of this came out today, today is a Tuesday, but um, basically they said, you know, we have proof you're going to jail and it's going to be bad and we're going to go after your son, which I don't even know what that was about, but, and they kind of railroaded the guy a little bit. And then, so he take he pleads guilty, and now it comes out today, Comey is like, well, you know, actually he didn't lie, and we just, whatever. But the thing is, he was going bankrupt, and it was destroying his family. He was constantly, you know, being harassed and the whole thing, but he spent all his money on legal fees. Mm-hmm. And they said, look, we know you've run out of money. You can't keep fighting us and going on any longer. So you may as well just plead guilty and then we'll let this end and whatever. So he just cowed down. Mm-hmm. And now Comey's like, oh, well, yeah, he didn't really lie. And we just said that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know in your mind you're like, well, nobody pleads guilty. Yeah, but guess happens what? A lot. When you have to prove you're innocent... Mm-hmm. It gets expensive. Right. Um, that's a, a big thing. Yeah. Well, I was just, uh, you know, a friend of a friend. Okay. Um, I was just uh, talking to him, talking about a situation out in North Dakota. Okay. Uh, a guy there, uh, like I said, a friend of a friend, um, Lamar Putney. Uh, he, so this is a real person. This you is didn't a, just make this This is up. a real person. You can find this on the internet, news stories and stuff. Okay. But they, uh, somebody came to his house to buy a car. All right. That's and, uh, happened. When they, when they get to the, cars. When they get to the house, they come in and they say they don't want to buy the car. They want to buy a gun. Now, is he a crack dealer? He's not a crack dealer. Okay. 
works on the oil rigs out there. Oh, okay. Just just a guy, his wife and his kid living in this apartment. Um, he doesn't want to sell any guns, or crack. obviously, or crack. All right. Um, so a guy pulls a knife on him, and he pulls out a gun and shoots him. Shoots both the guys that were there. Logically, right. Trying to rob him. Self defense makes sense, but in you know two years, this happened two years ago. Okay. They took him to jail. Put him in jail. 500, day, 500 days in jail before his trial. Now, you don't get bail for something like that? I guess not after shooting people. Bail might be expensive. Might be a little bit too expensive. So he, uh, 500 days in jail, nine-day nine trial, found not guilty. Oh, not, not guilty. Right, but that's already two years he's been in prison. Two years in prison, and do they give you cash for your lawyers? They don't, they don't give you any of that stuff. You don't get like a big check? So you just lost two years of your life. For now, a crime wife, you didn't does commit. She still love you at this point. I I have no idea. Okay. I think my my wife would have left me she long ago. Been like your ass. <laughs> yeah. Now nah, forget was, this. You were way out of line on that one. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting because after he shot the guys, his wife came running out into the kitchen with a gun too, just to make sure he wasn't the one that got shot. Nice. But I he, she had his back. I like that. I like that. That makes me think that she probably stuck with him. Mm-hmm. No, she she did. She was there when oh, he was okay. found not guilty, and oh. he went home with his his wife and kid. So it's unbelievable. I mean, but five hundred days, five hundred days in prison for out. nothing, for nothing, nothing, and it wrecks your life. Mm-hmm. And, that, and a lot do you of that really was get your guns back ever? You know, when you go to the police station, they're like, "Oh, we lost all your." Yeah, shit. we lost that. We lost what? all that. You shit. didn't have they any said, gun. You didn't even have a gun. They said, we know you're guilty because you pre-positioned guns around your house. Now, he said, that's your words, not mine. I didn't pre-position him. I had a gun in the drawer next to me, but I didn't have the gun there because I thought somebody was going to rob me in my kitchen. Right. You know? I I mean, that sort of stuff is is ridiculous. The, The idea that they can... They can keep you locked up for that long. That's a long time. Without even proving Wait, America, we have the right crime. to a speedy trial, right? Right. You would think that would be the case. Now, 500 days? Is that sounds speedy So fast, to you? dude. So <laughs> fast. Especially when it when the whole court case took nine days. Nine days. But that does sound a little longer than I would expect. Mm-hmm. Three hours the jury deli- deliberated, and uh, this guy had been in prison for five years. Wow. I mean, 500 days, not five yeah. years. That's a but, long time. It feels like five years. Well, I'm sure it would, especially a lot of that was spent in solitary confinement. Yeah. That you that, know what solitary yeah. confinement is? That's a, that's a room with nothing. Oh, there's yeah. no TV. No. There's no books. Oh, I like. It's TV. just you. It's just you. But they have like friends or something. You watch Friends? <laughs> no, no, none of that. Stuff. None of that. No All Ross. Right. No Phoebe. Nothing. Oh, that that just sounds raw. I don't even. That sounds like cruel and unusual punishment. I know it's ridiculous. Um. All right. Well, so you know, I just mentioned uh, Comey and and Comey and and Mueller, Mueller doing the big investigation, going right. after Trump. Now, they actually are the ones that back in two thousand and one did the anthrax letter attacks, mm-hmm. killed like five people, seventeen other people. Yeah, I think we even touched on this in one of our podcasts. Right. Um, they, uh, they went after a guy, let me think, hang on, they ignored a 2002 tip that they got from a scientific colleague, the actual anthrax guy, mm-hmm. who, um, was like a Fort Detrick scientist named Bruce Edwards Ivins. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they actually went after this other guy who is, I should have it clearer somewhere. Um, Hat, his name is Hatfill. It's his last name. Right, um, right. I remember him. He yeah. was the guy, he ended up committing suicide, right? He ended up committing suicide. Anyway, they harassed this guy for five years with no proof whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And Mueller's like, oh, you know, I'm sure it's him. Mm-hmm. And they ended up some kind of shenanigans about there were these dogs that smelled the letter and then smelled him and they let him pet him. Uh-huh. And so that was like the secret code. To, <laughs> oh, he's the one who yeah. said everybody had tags. Don't ever pet a police dog, <laughs> obviously, apparently. Police dog. But I mean, that was it. But that was the only evidence they had. The guy ends up killing himself. And it's ridiculous. And then everybody, when they pick Mueller to go after Trump, they're like, this guy's above reproach. Mm-hmm. He is absolutely the most reputable man in Washington. Right. And I'm like, wait a minute. This guy's a clown. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm afraid to say it because now he's going to come after the badass, you know. Right. But, you know, whatever. It's insane. You can't just fuck with people for the hell of it. Right. Well, if you're, as, you know, if you're not Unless the U.S. You're the government, government, you can't do it. But, now, yeah. I know I'm probably upsetting some of you guys. You guys, you know, I'm sure like the one FBI agent that listens to us or mm-hmm. the, the one DEA agent that listens to us. Because apparently I've been pissing off cops. I don't know if you knew this about yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I put this video up. And because this episode was coming up, right? Yeah. And usually I start researching things before we do a show. Mm-hmm. So I'll search out different things. And when I find videos on YouTube that say different stuff that's relevant, mm-hmm. I'll throw them. You know, when I find them, I just throw them on the Facebook because. Right. Uh, it's it's relevant to stuff I assume you guys are interested in. Mm-hmm. Now, I know, we know that a large percentage of our audience are law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Ex-military, a lot of them. But, and there is a line usually between ex-military and law enforcement. Right. Somehow they there's get a big grouped chasm together, there. but yeah, there's that's a big not always there. the same, you know, thing. Um, And guess what? We love a lot of law enforcement. Some of my best friends are law enforcement guys. Mm-hmm. Um, sheriffs, um, district attorneys, if you want to call that law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. We're friends with people, and we care about you guys, and we don't want people to get fucked with. We know that cops deal with assholes every day. We know that people, you know, I I was talking to one of my, my buddies, and he's like, you know, and and the guys, I, I know I'd mentioned this on the podcast actually a while back, but guys like six two or something, weighs like two fifty, and he's like, yeah, you know, it's just getting bullshit where everybody wants to attack me and fight me all the time. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I see a kid, you know, shoplifting, and he goes, twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, when I started being a cop, I could be like, hey, stop, and they're, oh shit, cop got me, you know, mm-hmm. and that's it. And he's like, now they're like, yeah, motherfucker. And they come at me swinging and throwing, you know, pulling shelves over on me and knocking chairs. He's like, I'm too old and tired of it. (laughs) So my point is, I understand. Cops put up with a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of assholes and it makes you edgy. Right. I deal with asshole customers in my business and it makes me more edgy. Mm -hmm. I I become a little like short with people and I'm like a little unsure. Like, all right, is this guy going to fuck with me or... (laughs) 
they're, you know, is this guy not going to pay me or what's his deal, you know? And just like with a cop, I can understand. You're like, hey, you know, a lot of times, you know, even if it's one out of ten, the guy takes a swing at you. Mm -hmm. I can understand being a little on guard with everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm cool with that. I love you guys. It's great. There's no problem. Um, you know, whatever. Sometimes I deal with cops and they're friendly to me. And other times, guess what? They're fucking dicks. Mm -hmm. And guess what? There are military guys that were that way. You know, everyone's like, oh, you know, veterans, they're all heroes and whatever. Well, you know what? There were some shitbags in the military, yeah. too. Some of them are just sadist assholes and, and some of them are just you know, dirty motherfuckers. And I don't mind. I mean, you know, I, I feel like we've gotten into this, too, but... You know, there's guys in the military that are crazy psychos, but sometimes you need that guy with right. you. You know, I know we went down this road, mm -hmm. but that's the thing. Um, but, you know, just be nice is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Just try and be kind. I know you get battle hardened, you know, like mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I'm tired of getting beat up or getting spit on or whatever. And it sucks. And, you know, I know starting out like New York City cops starting out, it's like, crap pay it's you know mm -hmm. you're just doing it because you're a good guy and you care right or because you're power hungry and crazy but mm -hmm. one or the other because you're not doing it for the money when you start mm -hmm. you know and i understand that you know I, I get it but uh so i post this video and i put it up on facebook i see i feel like i'm bitching about facebook all the time lately now but yeah anyway well facebook sucks it does so i put this video up there and it's basically people go into a, uh, a police station and it's several police stations in Florida. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, you know, and it's actually undercover local uh, local channel four, channel news. four yep. news. Right. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you know, hey, um, if I wanted to file a complaint against an officer, do you guys have a form I could fill out and do that? And right away, the cop is like, oh, oh, wait, you got to tell me what it is. And I'll decide if it's a legitimate complaint. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, that guy's kind of a dick. Right. And then he starts Fine. fucking with the guy. So the kid leaves. And you're like, all right, well, that's got, well, it's one asshole. Mm -hmm. Then he goes to the next police station. And he's like, you know, I'd like to fill out a form. The guy's like, do you have ID? Who are you? I don't know who you are. I don't even know why you're in here. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Goes to the next police station. Guy's like... What, you think you can just walk in here and talk to my boss? And he's like, no, I just asked if you had a form I could fill out. Mm. You can't go right to the boss and think you own this place and you can walk in. Whatever. It just, like, escalates and whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I post this. Now, the video was old. Or at least the guy said. I, I don't yeah. really know. I didn't research. I don't give a shit. It's not my job to fucking you know, vet everything on the internet. Now, Kevin's wife would appreciate if I did uh -huh. before I ever shared anything. Yeah. She calls you out on a I lot of things. I completely vet everything that goes up, but the bottom line, so what? It's an example of what not to do. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I, I think people don't necessarily see how they come across sometimes. And I understand you're a little defensive, a little whatever, but be nice, mm -hmm. you know, and just kind of see the other guy's perspective. And yeah, you don't need people fucking with you. And yeah, you don't need, you know, Black Lives Matter people freaking harassing the hell out of you or God knows what, you know, or some freaking, we'll put it the other way. You don't need some fucking Nazi, you know, swearing at you and throwing shit and calling you a fascist. You know, I agree. I don't want that. 
but just let's all try and be nice to each other. Mm -hmm. Let's give each other the benefit of the doubt. That's the theme that I wanted to kind of go for here. Right. You know, let's be cool and, and kind with each other. I, am I crazy? You're not crazy. I'm, I'm not I'm crazy. Cause, full on with, with you. All right. Because that's, that, that's all I'm saying, guys. Let's just, you know. Because, man, if you all the comments and Kevin's lectured me in the past, he's like, look, don't respond. You're just going down a dangerous <laughs> road. And in the beginning, I fought him and I'm like, no, I know better. I got to tell him. And then it just escalates into a big nightmare. Mm -hmm. So I, I followed Kevin's advice and I just freaking delete the post after, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, delete. Problem solved. My blood pressure <laughs> goes back down. Well, but then all week I'm like, well, you know, you know, this motherfucker said about me on the internet, mm -hmm. and, you know, but hey, yeah. Teach well, I own. think a lot of it, a lot of this, you know, that we're trying to get at is that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's easy for somebody in a position of power to bully somebody that doesn't have any power. And when you're that person in power, you know, you have to be conscientious of that. And when you don't have the power, you also need to be conscientious of that. Exactly. Now, one of the what? things I wanted to talk about <clears throat> yeah. was the, was the uh, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. Have you ever heard of this? This it's is FISA. FISA court. Okay. Right. Um, in 2013, an order was issued by the court requiring a subsidiary, subsidiary of Verizon to provide a daily ongoing feed of all call detail, uh, of all call detail records, including those domestic calls to the NSA. So what we're talking about here is basically um, there's a warrant for your call records already. It already exists. It already exists. You, Whether you've committed a crime or not, they already have a warrant to search your phone records, who you've called, how long you talked to them, when you made those calls. And uh, – it's it's a little bit tricky with this FISA court because there's no real oversight. So if I'm calling those 900 numbers, do they still exist? Uh, which oh the uh, phone sex ones? Yeah, yeah. I imagine so. <laughs> yeah, I'd guess so. I don't you so know they I don't know, know about that, but they know. They, they know. know. Okay. Now let's let's look at it in the thir past 34 years uh, or 35 years of the FISA court. There've been. 11 warrants that have been denied, and that's of approximately 34,000 warrants. Yeah, so, but you know, because that, that's because our law enforcement has their shit so squared away. Right, they would never bring a warrant. In, right, if right. it wasn't justified. Mm -hmm. That just shows you how good these guys right. really are. Now, the, the secrecy, and now I'm going to read this here. This is a, a quote from the 2003 Senate Judiciary Committee. This is a quote. From them, the secrecy of individual FISA cases is certainly necessary, but this secrecy has been extended to the most basic legal and procedural procedural aspects of the FISA, which should not be secret. This unnecessary secrecy contributed to the deficiencies that have hamstrung the implement implementation of FISA. Much more information, including all unclassified opinions and Operating rules of the FISA court and the court of review should be made public and provided to um, Congress. That was 2003. That hasn't happened. 
So but they're probably working. So on it. when you think about the government working for the people, no. the people are represented by the the Senate, right? Hi, hopefully, Chuck hypothetically, Schumer's out there Chuck Schumer's out there. Fucking us all right in the ass. Oh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> got to have our back. back. Yeah, that's but it. even even our representatives don't have access to the information of what these courts are doing. Right. So, in a sense, they have free reign to do whatever they want, not abide by the law, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. Now, hopefully, the people running these FISA courts are like very Good, honest, moral people. Yeah, very honest people. But I think that we but all they work know, for the government, right? Yeah, they work for the government, <laughs> and they're appointed. They're not elected. They're not even appointed by an elected official. They're appointed by an appointed official. So this guy's randomly—not randomly, but he's choosing at his own discretion who should be stocking this court and who should be allowing it. It's basically like a rubber stamp. You know, you bring in you bring in a warrant, they stamp a signature on it. And that's Wait, why they have all your information. Could I just like make up some shit about Trump and some hookers and pissing on beds and go in and be like, yeah, look, yep. this guy's fucked up. Proof. Evidence right there. <laughs> and then you're like, "Wait, good thing we already have a warrant. Do you have anything to validate that? And I'd be like, wait, I showed a reporter this this uh, paperwork that I got. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, I saw it, too. Proof. Evidence. <laughs> Done. Evidence. And, you know, Kevin's not really in the bag for Trump. I, he was I'm not, not, my, not my guy, not anybody. my guy uh, in the beginning. And I got to say, though, a lot of the shit that he's actually done, not the shit he says, mm-hmm. the shit that he's done, I feel has moved us in the direction he said he was going to move us. Like an extra two and a half billion dollars in debt? Well, I did bitch about that last week. Do you not recall? Yeah, well, I hope so. I hope everybody's bitching about it because it's the Republicans that are talking about smaller government that are increasing our debt every year. When they're not in power. When they're not in power. That's it. And they said, the Democrats said that that if you wanted to spend this much money on, on on the infrastructure bill, you also have to spend this much more money on. Yeah. Everything else, yeah. and he's so like, instead well, that we just sounds fair. Yeah, instead we just spend all our kids' money because fuck, fuck our kids, right? Fuck them. We don't have to pay they it back. Get jobs now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm but, thinking about right. getting my four, fourteen so, year old to work. I, I feel like you got me a little bit uh, off point here. Now the other thing, just like I said, don't be accusing people and just assume they're automatically mm-hmm. guilty. But right. it goes both like ways. Like Nancy Grace, don't. Assume that cops are all dicks either, because mm-hmm. guess what? A lot of them are freaking out there saving your ass. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to, you know, make sure that's clear. Because let's give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Let them screw you, and then fuck with them like crazy when they mess you up. Uh huh. You know. But if people are cool and respectful to you, be cool and respectful to them. Mm-hmm. And that's always my approach. And I just. I want to remind myself of that as well as, you know, remind you guys. Let's all kind of move in that direction of we'll give people a chance. And then when they screw us, we'll just freaking take charge of the situation. Mm -hmm. Now, luckily, we're on a podcast and we can say whatever we want. Uh, But how long is that going to be the case? It's a matter of time, right? It does feel Uh, that way. You know, I can say, you know, all sorts of dirty words that I couldn't say in on cable 
right? Because the FCC regulates cable. It doesn't regulate podcasts yet. 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 But, you know, when the government has oversight over you and you need a license to do everything, then, uh, you know, you have to ask permission. You have to ask the government's permission to do anything. Now, is there any way they could, like, donate or somehow help fund freedom and and things that are, are, you know, ideals that are, you know... uh, Yeah, you could go to Patreon. Come out of this podcast. And you could go to to, uh, donate to um, the ACLU. Oh, (laughs) wait, no, that wasn't where I was going at all. Yeah, no, you could donate. (laughs) You can donate to the Prepper Podcast. Really? How would we, what's that website? It's patreon.com slash prepping badass. There you go. All right. So that might be something you'd be interested in, you guys, if... You know, if freedom you of speech is important to you. People out there pushing freedom, mm-hmm. making sure that swear words are somehow right. coming over the internet. I we can, got your back. Right. I can say shit, 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 shit. All I want. We got you. All I want. All right. Uh, here's a here's a quote from Ayn Rand real quick before we oh, get I do wrapping things Rand. up. It says, we are fast approaching the stage where the government is free to do anything it pleases. Well, the citizens may not may act only by permission which is the stage of the darkest period of human history, the state, stage of, root, of brute force. So I think that's, you know, I think that's something we all have to keep in mind when we're voting, when we're uh, watching the news. The more the government, the more laws they can pass, the less freedom you, you have. The more permission you have to ask of them to be allowed to do what you want to do. And I think that's, uh, you know, we're, we're heading down a dark road when it comes to that sort of thing. You have to have you a license to, to fish. You have to have a license to hunt. You have to have a license to own a gun. You have to have a license to do basically anything. Basically and when anything. you have to get that license, not only does it cost you money, but it gives them the option of saying, nope. Wait, you're nope. going to like, I was just talking to my wife, and I don't think I mentioned this last week. I'm kind of an ass if I did. But um, in order to grow and sell vegetables. Mm-hmm. Now you're thinking that could go horribly wrong. You could grow that carrot. God knows what you could do with it while mm-hmm. you're growing it. Right. I mean, anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Well, don't worry. The federal government has stepped in and if you pay them $500 a year, they'll confirm that you know how to so they're for five hundred dollars. They're going to send out a federal agent to your house to watch the carrots as they grow to ensure that they're safe. Well, no. What what they said is we're going to come up with we're going to tell you how to grow it, mm-hmm. but we haven't really got a plan for that. Okay. But we'll take the money now. All right. And we're working on a plan. And then they'll let us know. We'll let you know what the plan is when you Once give them the five hundred dollars. No. no. You're gonna Not give yet. Us, you're gonna give us the five hundred dollars. We're gonna take that. We're gonna keep working on the plan. We're gonna send you an email about it, or maybe we won't. Mm-hmm. But if you're wrong, we're gonna put the screws to you. Right. Then you're gonna just pay us five hundred dollars a year for every time you grow vegetables. Yeah, that you want to sell. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you don't. We're not gonna give you any more training. We're just gonna keep taking the five hundred. So. so- what you're saying is that they're going to give you massive amounts of, of literature on what types of compost and soil to grow the food in and then give you resources well, and you access information? I just like to call it freedom. 
Okay. They're just giving me freedom. All right. So it only costs you five hundred dollars yeah. to do what you are doing already. Yes. Now you've got okay. it. Okay. I don't know. This my wife got very upset that she's like, everything we do. She's like, for farming, like you would think like, oh, I'm making sandwiches for you. Mm -hmm. I might be out taking a piss in the field, peeing on whatever, Mm -hmm. and, you know, come over and make sandwiches and serve it up. You're like, "Eh, maybe the government should keep an eye on that guy. Mm -hmm. All right. You know, he's got a beard. He's not washing his hands. around him, you know, whatever. But no, it it turns out like just shit in the ground, you know, Mm -hmm. like eggs. Turns out you can't have eggs. In containers that eggs have ever been sold in. Okay. So you can't reuse your containers. Right. Okay. I don't know what now, that's... Now, I, you could obviously... I, I could see some kind of twisted logic of, well, you know, maybe you cracked an egg. It had salmonella, which is fine. It's completely legal to sell eggs from chickens that have salmonella. salmonella, yeah. That could get on the container... And then the next eggs could be put in the same container. Mm. You see how that could be scary? Right, and then somebody would eat the shell and get salmonella. Yeah, okay. or just lick I'm the container, you. right? I'm see? following you. Okay. Now, so, so or you could go States... to the bathroom and not wash your hands properly. and But you paid them $500, so you Secret did, of the pros. You no, did no. wash your hands. No, the, having them inspect your eggs, that's more money. Oh, All okay. The, All right. Well, it's completely different thing, yeah, huh? No, that's a whole other fee. <laughs> I'm just saying, there are fees out there. Don't okay. worry, the government's got your back. Well, it's a good thing that we can pay somebody to make sure that we did it right. Thank God. Thank God. I, I sigh a lot a more in hard life, road. You know? Mm-hmm. It's, Yeah. Um, we were going to get an asset forfeiture, but I feel like we've gone far enough down that road. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wanted to touch on uh, real quick. Um, I know that uh, a lot of you guys have been buying buying your heroin from Silk Road. Yep. yep. And now you can't. Right. Good news, though. Well, they made a Silk Road 2. That, that got shut, shut down. down as well. Silk Road 3. Oh, I thought that's where you were going. That's no. been shut down also. Silk Road 3? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. But. You can go to Dream Market. Oh, Dream Market. That's the new one? Or Valhalla. Both of those are still open for business. Now, they, when I was watching the documentary, though, they were like, we're shutting them down pretty much on the regular. They're popping up. We're shutting them down. Well, I mean, they, they come up a lot faster than they can get shut down. The Dream Market, though, has been around since 2013. Oh, so, they, so that's where Silk Road went, went yeah. down. Yeah, well, maybe that means they're due. It could be. It could be. And I have to point out, heroin. And if you are the FBI agent like that's listening to us, okay. Oh, we shouldn't have told them about the website. Well, yeah, you now also they're gonna be like, oh, I know where to go. <laughs> you also can go to Dream Market, where I think you'll probably be buying and selling drugs from other FBI agents at this point. Oh, that's how it's working. <laughs> that's I think that's who's on there now. That, that's pretty much how uh, Silk Road went down. Was. Mm-hmm. Half of the buyers and half of the sellers were uh, were all FBI agents. Yeah, I think and there's DEA a Tom agents. Cruise movie about that or something that I have to watch. I, I never saw that. I'm not even allowed to watch Tom Cruise uh, movies in my house when when my wife's around. Tom but, Cruise movies. But. Yeah, she she uh, believes anybody involved in Scientology. You can't you can't support them. I can't even watch Will Smith movies anymore. 
It's very no, disappointing. What's his probably Scientology? Well, too? he was. Now I I don't even know why he's off on the list anymore, but he still is. He's still on the list. Yeah, not allowed. Wow, me and her could get along. I mm-hmm. don't know. If... Yep. All right. All right well, are so you allowed about... to watch South Park? That's a rough one. That's another one that I can watch on my own. All right. But not when she's around. Family Guy is fine for some reason. But South Park, no, I don't understand it. All right. So we've gone off on a tangent a little bit at the end here, kind of unraveled a little bit. (laughs) But we'll get you guys back on point. Don't worry about it. Um, I don't know if this is the episode to say it, but if you want to head over to iTunes and leave us a review... Tell us how much you appreciate us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we do need some uh, new reviews on iTunes, so that would be uh, nothing helpful. Nothing for uh, 2018, looking a little... Uh, a little sparse. A little sparse. Uh-huh. We also haven't been asking, though. You know, That's true. People can only do so much for you. you got to mm-hmm. ask. So, That's right. iTunes, leave a review. That'd be cool. Don't forget our Patreon. Also, if you found Kevin's story about... Shooting people in your house when they come to rob you. Mm-hmm. Horrifying. You may want to go to badasscarry.com right. and sign up for some kind of uh, insurance where they pay your legal fees. And you might not spend 500 days in prison. And you probably won't go to prison for 500 days. If that's something you're planning on doing, shooting somebody who comes in your house, this would be a good thing for you. Mm-hmm. If you're like, eh, I'll probably leave my gun locked up in the safe and I won't even get it out anyway, then don't worry about it. Yeah, it's kind of the case I'm Then in. you're just throwing yeah. your money away and it, you don't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have any uh, show ideas, different things that excite you, you want to learn about, hear about, or hear us talk about? Mm-hmm. You want to email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Right. You may want to subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'll put a link in the show notes. But uh, you go on YouTube and search uh, Prepping Badass, you'll find us. Um, Otherwise, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week.